Welcome everybody to episode one of the Troy to Go Variety Show. I am your server for the evening, Troy to Go. Alongside me tonight, I'm not alone. I have a guest, Christian Ottoman. How's it going, everyone? Doing great. Specials of the evening is a heaping pile of Star Wars news. It is a great time to be a Star Wars fan, is it not? That it is. Um, today we're just going to kind of touch base on some Star Wars stuff. We have some brand new hot news from Star Wars Celebration um, this past weekend. For those of you who don't know, Star Wars Celebration is an annual weekend-long convention that Star Wars nerds will go to and geek out on all things Star Wars. Uh, news, trailers, that sort of thing, books, meet and greets, all that fun stuff. Um, so just kind of start us off. We're going to wade our ways into the Star Wars pool ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. And so, Christian, I want to know two things about you. I'll answer after you, but I'm going to let you go first. You have the honors. All right. Um, so kind. <laughs> I try. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? And who is your favorite Star Wars character? Well, um, I'm going to let you guess because I feel like you probably know the answers to both of these. Um, pretty well voiced, pretty vocal about my favorite Star Wars stuff, but mm -hmm. let's just let's see it. What do you got? Um, I know for a fact your favorite character is Obi Wan. Oh yeah. Um, and easy money. And I feel like the safe bet is just saying Empire is your favorite movie. But I'm, gonna, I'm wrong. Aren't you I? are wrong. You are wrong Dang. because I think there's a big difference, huge difference between <laughs> what I think the best Star Wars movie is and if it's Menace, I'm walking. It's oh my gosh. <laughs> Not a chance, no. But I am going to go prequels. I'm going to go Revenge of the Sith as my favorite Star Wars movie. There's a lot of reasons for that. I think it is, um, it's probably one of the Star Wars movies where I have the most memories about. It's the first one I saw in theaters that I actually remember going to. Okay. Allegedly went to Attack of the Clones back in, what, 2002? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think for the best, I don't remember going. Right, but right. I remember, I think I was in like fourth grade or something. When the trailers dropped and tickets started going, and I remember being in the car with my brother and my dad, and we were saying, hey, can we go get tickets, see this movie? Mm -hmm. Dad's like, you know, classic dad magic trick, already got him. Boom. We're on the way to the theater. We're going to go see Revenge of the Sith, and it was awesome. You know, just seeing Darth Vader on the screen in theaters for the first time, so cool. And, you know, shout out r slash prequel memes. Way too many good moments to count. <laughs> exactly. Just way too many. Exactly. And so many cool just characters that you don't see a ton of, you know, General Grievous, obviously awesome. A lot of cool stuff in the Clone Wars series, which we'll get into a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, just, I think that's one of the things about the prequels that I really love is you can really, you can say what you want about the acting and the direction, which is questionable at best for the majority of the time, yeah, honestly, of it. but of it. <laughs> there is so much cool world building and so many cool characters going on in this in those episodes one through three that, um, I mean, they're just a ton of fun to watch, and there's so many cool moments and fight scenes and just a lot of, like, the background characters, I think, is, I think, one thing that really stands out about those episodes that I think especially the new trilogy is missing. You know, you got all these, like, the Jedi-like Kit Fisto, Kiati Mundi, these random, you know, bad guys. I mean, hey, Watto, what any? You know, you don't have guys like that in these new movies. And, I mean, I think that's just part of what makes the prequel movies so much fun is just these random bits of buffoonery you've got going on in the background. It's just, it's got the classic George Lucas flair, you know. So, I yeah. think, you know, Revenge of the Sith, it's my favorite definitely know it's not the best, but I just think it's too much fun for it to not be my favorite one. I've got the best memories with it, so 
Tangent over. Right. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. Right. I mean, I, I not my choice. I don't hate that though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I agree with a lot of things you said. I think the the highlight of the prequels is um, is the world building. I think they fleshed out a lot of the world that the original trilogy didn't see. Totally. A ton of new planets, ton of new types of aliens and characters and all that kind of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And it fleshes everything out mm-hmm. as best as they can, I guess, in that situation. It could have been mm-hmm. better, obviously, but they did their best. Yeah. We'll just say that and move on. And um, it's so strange, you know, looking back and seeing that, you know, as a child... You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I didn't know exactly what happened to the original trilogy that well, but you know, you got all these fans that know, like, okay, this republic's going to fall, the empire's going to rise, but how is this going to happen? And just seeing, like, you know, how they arrived at these conclusions is just cool again. Right. Um, so I'm going to give you my um, conspiracy theory going into Revenge of the Sith. On and how... you're a big conspiracy theory. Yes, guy. big conspiracy theories. Huge. We'll have an episode on that later, <laughs> but. When I was <laughs> like like fifth grade or whatever, I think yeah, I was in fifth grade when Revenge of the Sith came out. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends were talking about like timeline checks out. Well, how does he become Darth Vader? Like, how does he lose his body and get put into the robot? And I was like, oh, he swings at Obi Wan and misses and cuts his own head off. <laughs> <laughs> that that is what I thought was going to happen. Obviously, I was wrong. It was a little more poetic. Than him just whiffing and cutting his own head off, which doesn't really make sense if you ever held any, like a bat, a stick, is, anything, is poetic, and swung it. Is poetic the word you would use to describe that exchange? Yes, before? yes, I would. It's over, Anakin. I hate you. <laughs> but um, yeah, so back to me. Back to um, one of I think one of my favorite um, Star Wars characters. Um, is actually Yoda. Um, Not Nenum? No. As much as I love Nenum, my boy, rest in peace. Um, Dude, he's still kicking. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. (laughs) Um, But I just think think he's, in in the trilogy, he is hilarious. He's this old, just decrepit, just psychopath of a Muppet. Yeah. (laughs) And... (laughs) And then in the in the um, in the prequels, you see what made him, you know, the the leader of the Jedi Council, like just one of the all time legendary great Jedi, mm-hmm. wise teachers um, that the Jedi have ever really had. Yeah. Um, arguably, he's the best Jedi ever, mm-hmm. and I will argue that. But I I just think he's really cool. He's a lot of fun. You see you see a lot of different sides of them throughout the Star Wars media. Right. Um, and Dagobah's a pretty dope place to live. Yes. Probably would get pretty boring, but he had, he had a sweet setup. I'll, I will say that. Um, and then <laughs> my favorite Star Wars movie... Well, wait, wait. Before we get into that, I gotta ask, you know, going yeah. off Yoda, are you team Puppet Yoda or team CGI Yoda? I like Puppet Yoda, but CGI Yoda kicked ass. And took no prisoners. He didn't, except for when he got scared and crawled away through the plumbing. But well, he threw the entire Senate at him. <laughs> that's, I don't blame him. That's true. He threw the Senate at the Senate. So <laughs> the Senate threw the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my favorite movie, back to that, is 
um, Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. uh, because dumb young Troy thought that was the best thing. And as Barney Stinson explained it, the Ewok graphic, you know, is the Ewok chart. Because there's a fine line where if you were a certain age when you saw those movies, that was your favorite one because of the Ewoks. Because of the Ewoks. Because they were just teddy bears kicking ass. Is there going to be a pork chart that comes out pretty soon? Maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I just thought it was a really fun conclusion to like the whole saga and, and you know the, the trilogy. Um, it ended like super happy. And as a little kid, that's what you want. That's totally. what you're looking for yeah. when you go see these movies. Very different from Revenge of the Sith. Right. Polar right. opposite. Right. Very, very different. Um, and so, I don't know. That was It's always been my favorite. I've always had a, a soft spot for it. I love the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. I know it's controversial. A lot of people hate it. Don't like the Ewoks. Works for me. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I'm not, I'm not going to be a hater. And I think um, it's Luke's best movie, too. I think it's the movie where Luke Skywalker is at his best. Because right. he's kind of walking that line, you know, between right. light and dark, which is kind of what the series is all about mm-hmm. at, at its mm-hmm. core. So, I agree, yeah. I mean, you see, you see him struggling with it, and then you see him, you know, search his feelings. And, and he knows it to be true. Yes, exactly. And he does the right thing, so, so that's always awesome. But I'm... This isn't really related, but it is. It's my order of how I watched all the movies. Ah. And it's really interesting because I watched... My parents brought home the DVD of episode one, Phantom Menace. And my dad let me and my brother watch it. Um, my mom didn't really want us to because it's violent. People die. Eh. But my dad was like, no, it's awesome. They got to watch it. <laughs> so so I watched episode one. Then I watched the, the original trilogy. I watched four, five, and six in mm-hmm. order. And then when I finished those, two came out in theaters, and then three came out in theaters. So I kind of like, I, I think it's a really, it was like just a really interesting way mm-hmm. for me to have it. Cause like I saw the very beginning, and then I saw like what it turns into and how it ends. Mm-hmm. And then I got the filler. Isn't there, like, a really interesting, like, order to watch the movies in that someone came out with where something along the lines of you watch four first, mm-hmm. then you watch two and three, you skip one because, you know, who who wants to watch Phantom Menace? Right. You skip, you skip one, you watch two and three, and then you go back and watch five and six or something like that. Yeah, I think it was something like that. So it's similar to how I watched it, but, like, reversed. Right. The trilogies. Right. Um, but I, I just thought it was really cool. And, Yeah. And also, when I went and saw Clone Wars in theaters, me, my brother, and my parents were the only ones in the theater. Literally, we had the whole theater <laughs> to ourselves because it was like a two o'clock in the afternoon, like showing after it's been in theaters for three weeks. No one's there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, me and my brother were running around pretending to have lightsaber fights the whole time. My parents were just sitting there trying to make sure we didn't get kicked out. But no one was in there, so no one really cared. So it was a lot of fun. That was always that's always a top like movie going experience in memory for me. Um, was that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So now that we've done a little recap, showed why we love Star Wars, who we love in Star Wars, we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. We're gonna break down some of the news. So there's four big chunks of news that we wanna cover. Um, that came out really of Star Wars Celebration. First one is we got our first, like, legit 
teaser photos of The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is a TV show being directed and produced by Jon Favreau for the Disney Plus service. That's Happy coming. Hogan. Exactly. Happy Iron Hogan. Man. Probably rest in peace. We'll let you know in a week. <laughs> um, and so that's going to be coming out week by week. They're not going to release it all at once like Netflix. Oh, really? Binge it. Yeah. They said they want they want people to watch it week by week. That's for sure something you miss with like the the online streaming services. The kind binge of, culture. Yeah, it was always fun kind of, you know, if you're watching a show, you get to wait for the right. next episode a week later, which, I mean, you're getting a little bit of that with... Those of you that are big Game of Thrones fans watching mm-hmm. season eight, it's kind of fun, you know, the anticipation leading right. up to the next episode. But it makes it an event, which is yeah, cool. totally. And I think the the photos look really cool. We see Carl Weathers as grief. I think grief. his character's name is or something ridiculous like that. They really like just taking words and spelling them wrong and calling it a name. It's yeah, a, it's a thing that, they like. That, to that's do. just a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, and then we saw some more of. Um, we got Cara Dune. Yeah. Pablo. What's what's the guy's name? Pablo. I don't know. Escobar. Pablo Pascal. <laughs> something like that. Pablo Escobar as the Mandalorian. It looks Pedro really Pascal. Cool. Pedro Pascal. Who is in Narcos. All right. Pablo Pedro. Uh, sorry. Right. Sorry if I offended. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it looks cool. It looks like it's going to be a fun kind of series. I don't know exactly what the tone of it's going to be. Um, Mandalorian, it sounds like it's going to be... Uh, rogue bounty hunter either rebelling against the Mandalorian crowd or him just kicking ass and taking names. Either way, it should be pretty interesting. Hopefully, I hope each episode kind of focuses around a different bounty. Like at, like each oh, episode awesome. in like the opening credits, it's him receiving a bounty. And like kind of like throughout like the opening credits, it gives hints of where he's going and who he's after. And then the episodes, hopefully they're like an hour long. I don't know. And kind of have an overarching story going along yeah, with that. Yeah, like overarching like narrative threads that kind of tie everything together. But mm-hmm. each episode's kind of standalone, and it's him going after a specific person. I think that'd be cool. Do we have any news? Is this like a limited series kind of deal where it's this few episodes and it's it? Or is this going to be like a season thing? Or I I don't know. They haven't released anything. All I we don't is... have a time frame either, though. Like... Of when this takes place in the Star Wars universe. No, no, not that I've seen. I mean, I'm sure there's people who do more digging than I do because I don't do research. That's Mm going to be another topic of this podcast. I don't do research. I just show up and talk about what I want to talk about. We're flying blind most of the time. Yes. See it every time. If you come for all the nitty gritty details and deep insight, probably in the wrong place. But yeah, we're going to get through this together. Yeah. So. So that, that looks cool. Um, the other news is we got a our first teaser trailer, our first look at Star Wars The Fallen Order. Now this, we do know when this one takes place because it takes place right like during and after um, uh, Order 66. And from what you can see in the trailer, I mean, it's got a lot of cool different locations and everything like that like Star Wars always does. That, I think that's the thing they do best is their locations mm-hmm. and just the planets you get to explore and see. Um, Quick tangent, based on the whole Order 66 thing. Um, I will say at the Star Wars Festival, it was probably the single best cosplay I've ever seen, which was the um, In-N-Out Order 66 Palpatine. Yes. Guy holding a tray of... <laughs> I think it was Whataburger. Whataburger. Excuse me. It's right, probably dude. deep, deeply offensive to some people. Yes, it is. <laughs> if you're in the Southwest, very offensive. 
It's like Qdoba over Chipotle, but worse. Yeah, Qdoba is better, by the way. I'm a pro. This is a pro Qdoba. Yeah, this is a pro Qdoba podcast. All right, not sponsored. We're just throwing it out there. Please sponsor the pod. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it takes place during Order sixty six, and basically it's about this guy who. Um, during this whole thing, I mean, he looks kind of like a scoundrel rebel type, you know, you're, you're a, a Han Solo light, Han Solo knockoff. Um, That's exactly what he looks like. Right, exactly. It's Han Solo with the Force. Yeah, and he demonstrates some Force powers, and people get the wind of that, and they're like, oh, he must be a Jedi. And I think so, it did say in the trailer somewhere that he was a Padawan that escaped or something like that. I Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch it too closely. Again, no research. But, so, yeah, so it's about him on the run, and I believe the rumors are it's a very, the combat, it's going to be kind of like like God of War, Dark Souls, where, you know, you, you show up and you're fighting these enemies, it's not just a hack and slash, you have a lightsaber like the, um, the Force Unleashed games were, it's a little more strategical, methodical with the combat, and so... Sounds cool. Sounds like the gameplay will be sweet. I'm going to play this game as soon as possible because it's Star Wars and What's it coming out on? PS4? Uh, yeah, PS, PS4, Xbox One, and probably PC. Mm-hmm. If you're a dork, have fun with your TurboTax and your Minesweeper. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's coming out. I believe they're saying this year. Yes. Yeah, I believe. Fact check. We'll get a fact yeah, check. Yeah, fact check. Um, I believe end of the year. Dropping holiday season. Yeah, holiday season. So that can mean anywhere from October to New Year's. So probably it'll probably be right around Thanksgiving, right before Black Friday. Because a lot of times these video games will like to do that. Drop it early November. I'm guessing November 5th it will be the release date. Depending kind of on... build some hype for the Yeah, movie build, build some hype for the new movie. Get those uh, Black Friday uh dollars it's gotta be before black friday yeah yeah so um i'm sure there will be some bundles or other oh, sorts of stuff you, going there's on for sure that. going to be a limited edition PlayStation, Xbox, yeah there's gonna be a playstation pro limited edition and it's gonna be awesome and i'm gonna be very tempted to buy it but i probably won't because the playstation 5 is coming out next year mark my words developed um, by ea Thoughts. Yeah, developed by EA. Um, obviously, they dropped the ball on a lot of stuff. Hard. Yeah, pretty hard, um, including this game early, because this was originally um, a single-player game being designed um, in, like by the director of the Uncharted series, mm-hmm. and it was and like the It'd Uncharted be a lot of fun. Yeah, the Uncharted, like Uncharted games. Style yeah, yeah, and so they're expecting like a Uncharted, but in the Star Wars universe as like a a bounty hunter scavenger you know type person smuggler so people were really really excited for that mm-hmm. and then they scrapped it in favor for this game and so people were kind of a little butthurt skeptical and so and ea and just how they handled battlefront one and two have people kind of on edge on their ability understandably yeah which is totally understandable you know, we pay good money for these video games. We don't want to get nickeled and dimed. We want a good game, a good story, fun gameplay. But it is important to point out this. It says this one is single player, a single right. player experience. So we're probably not going to see a whole lot of the notorious 
microtransactions give the player, you know, a feeling of, what is it, yeah. satisfaction and gratitude or whatever it said from the Battlefront 2, the yeah. most downloaded Reddit comment of all time, something like that. that Unbelievable. Was, that, that whole story was just ridiculous. They tried to do something. and It's if, a PR disaster. Oh, from start to finish, pretty much ever since EA had the exclusive rights to Star Wars, it's been... Kind of one a, disaster after another. Right, right. Just kind of an overall train wreck, starting with Battlefront 1, yeah, ha- not I... having any sort of story mode, all online play, and then they add the story, loan, story mode with the online play, and then they, it's, they make it pay to win, which is just dumb, because some 10-year-old's going to get a hold of mom's credit card, and guess what? He's running around as Darth Vader from the get-go. And I'm still <laughs> rocking the blaster that overheats with three shots. I digress. On to the next. Well, I just want to say, you know, it's we, it's been a while since you know we've had a good single player Star Wars game. I feel like you know you probably go back to like the Knights of the Old Republic stuff on like PS2, that sort of deal where you're running. I around. would even I know I'd go more recent. Um, I mean, I know they weren't like critically received like super well but i played the first one on the wii what the force unleashed games those are really cool because it was about darth vader's secret apprentice um you basically in the first game you're the one hunting down all the jedi and killing them that's pretty sweet so all right hand up didn't know about that one yeah yeah i mean it's it's a lot of fun just how they make the force feel like it's they overpower it and it's just awesome like, cause if all this like, like Dynasty Warriors kind of stuff, where you're just cutting through like hordes yeah, of enemies, so yeah, like, yeah. A, a lot of that. Um, but like also like at one point in the game, you just pick up an ATAT and just like crush it, or an ATST, just the two-legged one. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you, yeah and then you, you they just literally pick it up and just you just crush it with your hands with the force, and it's awesome. And then you throw it at someone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get much cooler than that. You That's just, true. Like, yes. the whole game, you just felt super powerful, mm-hmm. starting from the very first level, because the very first level, you are Darth Vader, and you are just running train <laughs> through Kashyyyk. You are just slaughtering every Wookiee in sight. <laughs> and it's it's amazing. And then you find... Revenge for the Christmas special. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And then you find Starkiller, is what his name is. Kind of dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... That, I, I think that was, like, the last, like, really, it, like, single-player Star Wars game. Is he who they named the base after in Force Awakens? I think that was a subtle nod. Subtle <laughs> nod. Um, or, or go back to the PS2 Star Wars Bounty Hunter starring Django Fett. Because that game was awesome, too. Not very good. Django Fett awesome. never got the love he deserved. No. No. Got his head cut off, though. Django Fett's better than Boba Fett, though. Fight me. I'll stand with you on that. Good. Boba Fett's the most overrated character in Star Wars. Yes, he doesn't do anything. Which I hope, you know, in that Mandalorian show, there's something with him. I'm glad they scrapped the Boba Fett movie that was going to happen. Hopefully they... It seems more suited for a TV show. Hopefully, so. hopefully this. Because I think that'd be pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, if it was an IG-88 movie, I'm in. Or Bosk movie. Yes. Or Greedo. Give me a Greedo movie. Or a Scalacious Crumb movie. That's too far. Um, <laughs> next topic. Ben Quaternaros. <laughs> no one's more deserving of a spinoff series. Deadbolt. 
Remember that time where we just spent like were you there and we spent just <laughs> no I was an not. hour that was oh. on spring break oh that it? was we spent an hour oh. just listing as many of the prequels quotes as we could that's just, that that's a good that's a good hour to spend good hour um just eventually devolved into us <laughs> shrieking and counting it as like Padme or Anakin or someone else just screaming at some point in the movie oh so. my god. <laughs> Final, or not final, sorry, I'm jumping the gun here, but uh, final season of Clone Wars. Um, that, Surprise final season. Yes, that's coming out on the Disney Plus service as well, um, I believe. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, so I will be buying that, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, did you see the price point for it? Like $7.99, something like that? $6.99. $6.99 a month or $69.99 for the year. Sold. Yeah. Easy money. Easy money. Easy. Take my $69, Disney. Take it. Um, but, I mean, I never watched or finished Clone Wars. I've watched a good chunk of it. Uh, never just got around to finishing it. Right. There's a lot. There's a little too much Jar Jar Binks filler episodes for my take. Were there Jar Jar Binks episodes in oh, there? Oh, yeah. Just straight. It, there's a whole episode where it's Jar Jar Binks and C-3PO. Where it's just them on an adventure with R2. R2's awesome. But it's just C-3PO and, and Jar Jar getting into these shenanigans. And R2-D2 is only competent one of the group. And then Padme, right. while Padme's on some diplomatic mission to bumpfuck Egypt. I don't know. There's also just a lot of great stuff in that series, though. Right. There's and I'll a lot say, of, I didn't get into it. The cool stuff is cool, but there's a lot of dumb from what prequel. I've understood, there's it, a it lot gets, of prequel. It gets better, yeah. much better as the series goes on, as it kind of finds its footing, you know, finds what people like, the stuff that's interesting, right. and, you know, a lot of stuff that is interesting, which seems to be the focal point of this series, is the actual clone troopers mm -hmm. and kind of their lives. Um, you know, yeah. what makes them different, kind of their relationship as brothers in arms, yeah. that sort of deal. There, but like, I didn't even like all like the clone trooper centric episodes because guess what? They're all voiced by the same dude. That gets a little annoying and a little confusing. Dude, his IMD page, IMDB page must be just <laughs> massive. Massive. Actually, it's not. It's just clones. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Django Fett <laughs> times 8,000. Yeah. And so it's just him voicing all the characters. So that, that gets a little confusing and it's all like super military speak and all that. Like I like the, st I like the Anakin, Obi-Wan stuff. Right. But it um, does also, you know, flesh out some of those minor characters we were talking yeah. about earlier. Those kind of other Jedi masters that mm -hmm. are, you know, very cool, but that we yeah. just don't know a lot about from the movies. Yeah, so. they kind of, like, highlight one of them, you know, these, like, secondary characters in almost each episode. And like, all right, Anakin is going on a mission with Kit Fisto. Or he, needs to, yeah, he needs to go save X, Y, or Z on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. But... Looks good. Yeah. I almost got kind of like a, almost a Halo Reach vibe from it. I feel like this okay. isn't going to end. It's because it's like, you know, it's all these characters, all these clones that kind of have their own very specific identity, mm -hmm. but it feels like it's really not going to end well for most of them. Yeah. Kind of like in Halo Reach where you have all these guys or, you know, even mm -hmm. to relate it more towards Star Wars, almost like Rogue One, where you've got mm -hmm. these characters that... You know they're probably not going to make it through this season, say for right. Rex, who is in Star Wars Rebels, and mm -hmm. I believe was canonically now in the Battle of Endor, which is oh. pretty cool. So as a stormtrooper or as a no, rebel, as a rebel, 
So they kind of retcon that. So fun fact for you there. Rex makes it through the whole Star Wars saga, apparently. Very fun fact. Good job. Good on you, Rex. Good on you. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm yeah. interested. I'm very interested. In Same. I think, I think this cool. is going to give me a reason to actually sit down and watch the whole series from right. beginning to end. And, you know, I watched the last season of Rebels when that came out last year, at least the last few episodes, mm-hmm. mostly just because I was really interested in watching um, Thrawn and seeing like how he, right. how they right. finally put him on the screen, which he's awesome. Rebels is okay from what I've heard. You know, not as good as the Clone Wars series because it has that either G or PG rating or oh, some okay. I don't know how the TV ratings go but it's like Y7 or something it's like, like Y7 G PG YL and then something. MA yeah uh, who knows but anyways the point is they couldn't do as much with the series as they could with Clone Wars and Clone Wars gets pretty dark at times so right cuz Clone Wars was on Cartoon Network yeah whereas where this one was on Disney, Disney. Channel oh. Disney XD boy. oh even worse yeah um so yeah coming out soon ish i think they're dropping it this year i'm excited i I think that's going to be one of the shows that they launch with the service as well as Mm -hmm. the mandalore mandalorian um and clone wars this season seems to be focused around the battle of or the siege of mandalore yeah so will they tie in to the mandalorian probably would be pretty cool will they do it who knows they have a, Star Wars is kind of known for having a lot of parallel parallel storylines and stuff like that that don't really ever. And it looks like some interact. sort of Mandalorian is going to play a pretty big role in mm-hmm. this season as kind of one of Ahsoka's new companions. Yeah, or whatever. Seems like they're yeah. doing a lot together, kind of just you know kicking ass, taking names, that sort right. of deal on right. some other planet. So it, I mean, it seems like they're kind of be like, oh, Rebels worked out where it's this new crew. You know, starting off as mm-hmm. you know, rebelling against the Empire, and so it's like almost like Ahsoka doing that kind of rebelling against the Jedi Order, because it starts off with her being like, "I can't be part of this. I need to figure this out on my own without the Council, without you." And so, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm interested. You had, you piqued my interest, Star Wars. You piqued my interest once again. But speaking of piquing interest, the main event. The reason we're all here. We got episode 9 trailer, dude. Woo! Woo! Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. I'm very out on the title. Really? Title sucks. Super out? Super out. Alright, I'm gonna gonna say something, and then you're back in. I guarantee it. The Rise of Skywalker. At this point, the Jedi are done. They're dead for. No one really knows much about the Jedi anymore, right? Luke, but according to Luke, Luke Skywalker, he will not be the last Jedi. Luke Skywalker was the last of the Jedi. Well, he he didn't think he was. He was hoping Rey would re-spark the Jedi. But as a whole, the galaxy has since forgotten about the Jedi um, and forgotten about the Sith pretty much. Mm-hmm. Because like everyone was like, oh, like those stories about Luke and stuff and the Force and Jedi, I thought that was all fake. But Han's like, no, 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 no. That's real. That all happened. And so, at this point, Jedi is folk folklore. And so, the rise of Skywalker is, it's Rey restarting the Jedi. I have my air quotes out, people. The Jedi. And, but they're not called Jedi anymore. They are called 
Skywalkers. They're called Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Is this a is this another one of your famous conspiracy theories, or is or is there like actual traction? No, this theories? is this. I mean, this is a personal theory. Oh, it's a little bit of both, and because um, it has been you know tossed around. Um, but I mean, I it's it's been tossed around in the community as something that they think might happen, and where it's not like the Jedi or the Sith, it's the you're a Skywalker, and basically Skywalker means you have the ability to tap into the Force and use the Force, and where it's more of a gray, a general term? a gray Jedi okay type situation where they can play where they kind of are playing on both sides, and it's. It's ending the Jedi Order. It's ending the Sith. It's, it's so basically it becomes you know you're normal or you're a Skywalker. If you're a Skywalker, you have the ability to use the Force. It's more of a general, more encompassing term. Mm-hmm. Is kind of how I'm viewing it mm-hmm. and making sense of it in my head. Instead of just Force user, yeah, Skywalker because or Force sensitive. Because if you watch the trailer, it it looks like Rey's training with Kylo again. Do you think it's training, or do you think that's from like some sort of fight scene? It seemed very fight scene-y. I don't think he if just it was, if to it was a fight, her. if it was a fight scene when she's doing the flip over the tie interceptor, why would she just not hit it at all with a, with her lightsaber? Well, it kind of cut out before we could see if she hit it or not. Dude, so. she was fully over the thing. I I yeah. don't th- I don't. And why would you not shoot your guns? You are in a spaceship. Shoot your guns. It's Kylo Ren. He's dumb. Yes, but shoot your guns. He's not that dumb. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. So I, I think I think in in my head, as of right now, I I think that they are still using their connection in the force mm-hmm. to have like those visions with and talk and conversations with each other, but now they're using them to train. To train. That's very it seems like they kind of left the last episode on a pretty bad note, though. And if I remember right, at the end of the episode, there was right. some sort of, like, symbolic door closing between Kylo and Rey as she's getting on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Where she's kind of sealing off that part Yeah, of because... Yeah, and, and we don't even know if it's Kylo in that interceptor in the trailer. Right. And this Probably, is all, I mean, but we don't Obviously, know. this is all speculation. It looked like him. He had the gloves. I that's mean, true. Really, that's all, true. That really, that's all you can see is his, that's true. his gloves. But... And in this movie, there's supposed to be significant time pass. Like we're talking like five years. Since I hope so. After last, that would be exciting. After Last Jedi, so it's because supposed to what, be the rebellion or yeah, resistance, so, whatever you want to call it, was down to like a dozen people. Yeah, and by so, the end of the last and movie, and so I mean, both you know, both parties were kind of you know decimated more so the the rebellion um, than the First Order. But it's kind of them, you know, gaining steam again, and it's years in the future. Um, is is what they've what they've been saying, mm-hmm. so I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, throughout the trailer, we see a lot of cool new landscapes. Um, some people think that we're going back to Yavin. Some people think that we're going back to Tatooine. Because spoiler alert, I'm sure you watched the trailer by now. If you're listening, I mean we're 35 minutes in and you're still listening to this podcast, so you've probably watched the trailer. But they. They the the Death Star. You see a fragment of the Death Star, and there's speculation that they are on Yavin Four. Yavin Iv. Yeah, and there and that is part of the Death Star that blew up above them during the Battle of Yavin and mm-hmm. the f- first movie, A New Hope. The fourth movie. 
first movie, <laughs> A New Hope. Um, and then there's also people who think that's Death Star 2. In that case, they might be on Endor. And then That would explain the, the she's cackle at the end right, of the trailer. Right. And then there's also... Um, in one of the still photos, there was um, where it was Rose and Ray. They were having a conversation with each other in what looked like one of the old rebel bases, like in the Yavin throne room mm-hmm. or the temple or whatever. Which and, so, and then there was the metal too, right? Yes, yes, the metal from the Battle of Yavin. Yes, that Han and Luke got at the end of the movie. But so they got to be going back there. They, at some point. Yeah, so there's we're, some so people are assuming that. Yeah. And then, like Christian said, you hear the Emperor at the end of the trailer, cuts to black. <laughs> People are pretty confused on this. No one really knows how that's going to work. I'm interested to see how it works. Here's my take. Yes. This is something I think would be really cool to see because the line that it gives before you hear the cackle is something It's something along the lines of, no one is ever truly gone. Right. So, you know, we've got... A lot of people are thinking we'll see Luke in some sort of force ghost or that sort of role. That's a guarantee. Yeah. It's it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see Obi-Wan, fingers crossed. Maybe we'll see Qui-Gon or Yoda or some other people. But what if we get something similar with the Emperor and Kylo Ren? I think... Which... I think that's a pretty good possibility. Um, and then there's also the speculation because in the extended universe... I know that's not canon anymore, but some of the, yeah, some of the higher level Sith were actually able to use the Force and the dark side of the Force to transfer their consciousness to other people, so they could reborn Sheev exactly. Somehow. And so some people are speculating that he had he that's has what a lot of people done that with Plagueis, right, or something along those lines. Right. That's why people thought Snoke was Plagueis, or why the Emperor was right. Snoke, or something mm-hmm. like that. And for all we know, Snoke was the Emperor the whole this whole time. True. I mean, because we that that portion of it hasn't been really really wrapped up. I mean, in in a sense, it has. I mean, he's dead. Yeah. But we don't. We have no real still context about him. of who he is, other than. A Sith Lord who Not trained. even a Sith. He's just like a powerful Force user. He never like yeah. outright says, hey, I'm a Sith. He's pretty Sith. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think I think there's a possibility that they could pull a quick one on us and be like, no, that was the Emperor. He just took control of someone else. Or that, you know, he used the Force to inhabit his body and... Snoke himself wasn't any sort of Jedi or powerful being. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was the Emperor the whole time who gave him his powers, and that's why he was able to, um, come back or whatever. Yeah, that's how he was able to come back. That's why Snoke was defeated so easily. Like yeah. everyone was anticipating this huge showdown between Luke and Snoke, like a giant lightsaber duel, never happened. What I hope doesn't happen is that he just comes back. And he's just the same, you know, Ian McDarmid shows up. Oh, guess what? I was alive the whole time. You know, that'd be the worst cop-out in the history of cop-outs. I'd be very disappointed. And, I mean, it just could be, in a sense, because Rebels did introduce the idea of time travel in the Star Wars universe. That's right. Canonically. Hashtag Space Whales. 
Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Um, and so they could be doing something along the lines of that, and then that takes place in a flashback scene. Kylo goes back in time to meet the Emperor and be trained by him. And then ultimately... There be, there's something cool there. Yeah. There's something and, interesting. You know, or, and then, like, ends up being getting betrayed by him. Yeah. And stuff, and then that... Maybe he becomes of, Snoke then through that. Yeah. You Who know? knows? You know, there's a lot of different possibilities where it can go. It looks awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, I hope they don't go back on the whole raise just a nobody deal and make her a Skywalker because I feel like that would yeah. kind of discount one of the big points of the last film. So that's one thing I hope they don't mean by the title. Mm-hmm. And I still hope they keep the story centered on, you know, Rey and Kylo. Because that's yeah. what this trilogy is about. It's about those two characters. Right. I, and I it'd agree. be cool to see more Poe also. Poe actually doing Poe things. You know, flying around in an X-Wing. Doing cool stuff. Because oh. the last movie he was just kind of stuck in one spot. If you watch the trip, I, we're going to get a lot of that. Because in J.J. And J.J. Abrams said at the panel, and he was like, no, this, is, this movie really focuses on the whole crew. So it's Finn. It's Poe. It's Rose. It's Chewie. It's C-3PO. It's R2. It's BB-8. It's and Ray. It's really, and Lando is and coming Lando, back, which Lando's I'm super back excited about. He's one front. of my favorite characters. Yeah, Lando's back in the Falcon. Shout out Billy D. Um, and so he said that this movie is really focusing. It's around them. It's their this is this movie's their adventure together as a crew. It's the whole crew together. And we haven't seen Ray and Poe and Finn, kind of the big three characters of this trilogy, together once. Right. Until the very end of Last Jedi. Until the very end of the last movie. Right. So it's gonna be really fun to kind of see them playing off each other, mm-hmm. you know, doing their own thing, kind of going on their first adventure as a whole crew. So I'm excited. You know, regardless of what you thought about The Last Jedi or the sequels as a whole, I think most people are going to be pretty excited for this. I think regardless of, you know, your opinions, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to see the movie at some point. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to know what happens. Of course. And it's just, I I have a very strong feeling that they're going to play this one safe, a lot like how safe they played uh, Force Awakens. I'm fine Um, with that. You know, as long as it's well made and, you know... I hope they don't stick to the books too much. By that I mean I hope they don't remake Return of the Jedi. Like they kind of remade New Hope with Force Awakens. I hope there's some, you know, kind of risk-taking going off the rails a bit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm fine if for the most part they play it safe and it's just kind of a story, you know. I'm hoping they bring the Ewoks back. You said it? Yeah. I said it. Ewoks. It's the Ewok porn crossover we never knew we wanted. Exactly. Exactly. What else? Well, I was going to say, I think that just about wraps up episode one here of the Troy to Go Variety Show. I want to thank you all for sticking around and listening 43-ish minutes in. Um, it means a lot to me. My name is Troy to Go. Always tip your waiter. And don't forget your, take- your takeout. <laughs>